0: to another episode of it's for the table it's monday and we're alive happy monday we made it we hope you guys had a great weekend yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and if you're not listening to this on monday like whatever
0: (laughs) yeah true it's cool (laughs) monday's just our launch day as long as you're
2: listening happy whatever day it is for you
1: um so this Mm -hmm. on this fine monday morning or tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday whatever it is uh we are the women of it's for the table and we want to bring a little something for everyone that's right to the table We're here to share our experience as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch together. Unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic, a little bit messy, and ready to own our stories. So take an hour, take off your bra, if you're wearing one, drink your wine, and let's be heard together. I want to add to that that Gabby and I are drinking wine out of champagne glasses. Yeah, it's super classy.
0: I feel powerful. (laughs) On that note, about being powerful... Mm-hmm. If you missed last week's episode 17 we talked about WAP and that is wet ass perspective there's some hoes in this house there's, there's some, some hoes in, in this house, house. <laughs> there's some hoes in this house so last week episode 17 we talked about um a lot of different things that revolved around um WAP the song but obviously a little bit you know more sensitive when it comes to misogyny and women and you know all that stuff that kind of falls under that it was really it's a great listen. It's obviously, like, very intense. A little heavy. A little yeah, a little heavy. heavy, but it's definitely a really, really great listen, and you should definitely check that out. And
2: while you're doing so, please <laughs> check me out on Twitter. My handle is <laughs> at You didn't even try to start. Yeah, the self-plug is unreal. (laughs) No, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at It's for the Table. We have a lot of content coming to you soon. We basically post like three to four times a week. So there's a bunch of stuff always on it. We're always updating the fans of what we've got going on.
0: The fans. Not only our Instagram fans, fans, but our only fans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we also are on Facebook. We have a page, Please Like It, if you haven't done so already. It's just Facebook yeah. slash IMCT, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just Google it. Um, fuck Facebook,
2: honestly. Fuck Facebook. <laughs> um, but for this week's episode, we are going to be talking about family. Uh, when we were coming out with episode topics, we decided that everybody has one. <laughs> so let's not talk about Like, why not talk about it? Right. Um, and kind of dive into the fact that although we all have a family, it's from a bunch of different angles of how your family can be and then not every family is perfect. And if it is perfect, it's very rare. So we're just gonna be talking about family today. And the topic, the (laughs) episode is gonna be called Family Matters, dot, dot, dot. Does it? Does it? (laughs) Does it though? (laughs) I mean, of course it does, right? Right. To an extent. We have our I think we have different views. Yeah, we family. do have
0: different views, which is why we we're gonna talk fam- about. It. We have
1: like very different families. Very, very
0: different families. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. I'm just gonna take a really big gulp of this wine as well. And I'm gonna give like a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Uh my family recently experienced like a traumatic loss, uh, very unexpectedly. And my uncle, who was only forty years old, passed away in the end of August. Um, so this episode is especially kind of like near and dear to my heart right now, and yeah. also maybe a little bit challenging so bear with me and if I cry I'm sorry (laughs) I don't think I've done it yet this has definitely cried on the pod I don't think so no
2: I've cried probably before and after
1: (laughs) (laughs) never during never never (laughs) live
0: so I might be the first but like if it
1: happens just roll with it okay and
0: and no and we we're really happy and proud for Carly to to be able to to do this episode with us and um you know I this is I mean it's a very real topic like family is the closest thing you have but also sometimes the most it can be like the most damaging yeah and like serial killers all like the things come from like their relationship with their family how they were raised what they experienced the household dynamic like all that kind of stuff and you know with that comes like reality versus you know what we basically like the disney aspect right like when we watch especially like disney movies and you see like the happy family all together and everything's perfect. I'm the mm. golden retriever, with yeah, their, like, picket fence, yeah, and they go through this whole journey. But at the end of the movie, they're all one big happy family and they love each other and they live the rest of their lives without any kind of pain we, or heart my or cousin. Or, uh, heart. We I used to be a
2: big fan of Full House growing up. That was like one of the shows we watched with me and my cousin. I used to watch it because Uncle Jesse, <laughs> who didn't
1: love Uncle Jesse, yeah, babe.
2: no, my cousin. We were talking about it, um and I remember specifically she's like. I just love who else. I love like when they just solve their problems and they become like happy again. I'm like, well, that's fitting. It's every fucking episode. Yeah, like the end of the episode, they have a deep talk. Dramatic music plays and everything's fine. And that one fight plays over into the next
0: day, and I'm just what? Like, kind of, I I can't really can't really. Um, but I mean, I think I think the whole picture perfect aspect of a family is very rare, though. And even if yeah. it is picture perfect. That's from the outside. and in the inside, there's, like, some shit that goes on. Yeah.
1: I don't think I know. I can think of a single family that I will call, like, picture perfect in my life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you I guess we really the think only time it. The only time you ever see it is, like, in a film. Quote, unquote. I think, like,
2: if you dim down the d- definition of perfect and, like, make it, like, a really great family, like, they exist. And I think yeah. that it can be as right. great as Full House. And, like, I commend those kind of families that have... Their parents never divorce, and there's they all grow up to go to college, and they're all successful, and they're all happy. And they right. go home every Sunday for the dinners. But like, like that's
1: my family. But like we're far from perfect. Right. Do you know what I mean? True. Sure. Like yeah, my no, parents right. are together. Sure. My all of this, all of the siblings went to college. You they guys all been nice Idaho. Yeah, we all talk to each other yeah. still. Now we have Biscuit. She's like the perfect little angel baby. Mm-hmm. Like if you took our like um like stepfather's picture, you know, <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like like if you took that picture of us and like you put it. Like you would think, like oh, like right. That's a stereotypical, like picture perfect family. Yeah, like
2: when you guys talk about your family um, and like all the things that you do with your family, I, I always say that I can't imagine like, <laughs> my family enough to hang out with them as much as you guys. I alwe- hang I, yeah, out with you're them. right.
0: I always say I want, I want, I want the Schwabs to adopt me. Yeah, and even when G- Gabby's like, oh, I do like um,
2: Christmas with Jess' Emily and I'm like. Like why? Like, <laughs> she's like, well, that's it's his family. Like, you have to see him, and I'm like, do you? you know, like I
1: like <laughs> prefer
2: to like order Chinese on Christmas and like go hang out with my mom and sister for a couple hours. But I just,
0: I just. But that's the thing. Really... That's that. It's a different family yeah. dynamic, you yeah. know. And like things. It's just never what you think it is. I mean, here's a perfect example. You guys remember the show Seventh Heaven? Yes. Yeah. Perfect family. The kids were awesome. Dude's like a the, the fucking dad in real life is a pervert. And then everybody was like, "Yo, fuck Seventh Heaven." I can't. That yeah, it was a great same. show. It Damn. was a great show. I like
1: really loved. I really related to Beverly Lucy? Mitchell.
0: Lu- Lucy. Lucy. Yep. I yep. really,
1: I really <laughs> got it. I really understood her. Same, I
0: loved her. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she's a real one. <laughs> Oh, oh damn. So how do we so how do we start this? Are we are we jumping in? Are we jumping in to each of our dynamics? I guess so, could we?
1: I kinda of already started, so I'll go first. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Carl. So my my, yeah. my immediate nuclear family. Um so like the people who lived in my house growing up, um, where it's my mom and my dad, they're still together. They're like married and stuff. I think probably like going on thirty years. My brother's a year older than me. Or I'm sorry, my brother's two years older than me. I am the second child, technically I like to consider myself the middle child because middle child Katie child. and Molly twins. are twins. They're identical twins. And they – so they were born on the same day. So I feel like I'm in the middle. Um, and then when we all grew up, moved out, and my parents were empty nesters, and then I moved back home because I quit my job, um, I kind of threw a wrench in the plan. Yeah, but, but we, could, we couldn't rec- recommend that enough. Though. Yeah, we can't recommend quitting yeah. enough. Um, <laughs> we got a dog, and now So Biscuit is now the golden child, the favorite, the light of our lives, the joy of our, our mornings and – and evenings and she does no wrong even though she eats cupcakes off of babies um so that's kind of like my family dynamic we also are like super creepy close like creepy close with our uh my mom's side of our family so like my mom's mom and dad who are still together married they live together my mom had um her sister carrie and then her brother tj who, who actually just passed um but they were we they each have kids too and we all grew up so we're actually recording in my cousin's house because we're super close. Courtney, Bobby, Andrew, and I were raised kind of like siblings. We lived on the same block, and we grew up um, like very intimately connected. We're also all like within four years of each other, and there's four of us, so it's like bing, bang, boom. Um, And then Katie Molly obviously came next, and then Lee and Tommy are my youngest cousins on that side, and all of our family houses, aside from Lee and Tommy's house, are in the same neighborhood. If you walked it's wild from where we are now up the block you would hit three of my family's houses and then all you have to do is go two blocks over to hit the other two
0: you can hit the entire Schwab family in 10 minute walk
1: well, so we're like it's like the Schwegel side though
0: okay the Schwegel because
1: like Schwegel's so far from Schwab Schwegel,
0: Schwab, tomato, yeah. tomato
1: so like mm-hmm. it's that it's my mom's side of family that is like weirdly close and then right. my, we're we're like close enough with my dad's side of family I like see my cousins but we just don't we're, yeah. not, we're not like best friends ever yeah, yeah.
0: that's cool yep yeah. alright I'll go next I guess yeah <laughs> Everyone's looking at me, so I'm like, I guess I'll go next. Um, so I am I have a younger sister. Her name is Adriana. She's two years younger than me. Her and I never saw eye to eye growing up. I guess it's like that just like the, I feel like sisters are hard. Yeah, it, the sisters are hard, sister dynamic, and we're so close but yet so far in age when you're at a certain age. But now we're we're great, we're besties. Um we talk a lot. Um she's one of the most important people in my life now, which is awesome that I can say that. Um, I have my mom and my dad who are both married. They both immigrated to the United States, um, in their early twenties and they've been together ever since. I have my husband, Jeff, who
2: is Hi with Jeff. me.
0: Hi, Jeff. Hi, dad. <laughs> Hi, dad. Hi dad. <laughs> um, and my sister's fiance, Mac, who that's like, oh, and I guess if we want to talk currently, I have my aunt, my Tiaida, who is currently living with us, um, in my parents' house as well. Me and Jeff are currently living in my parents' house because we were going to buy a house and then quarantine hit. So that was really cool. Thank you so much, COVID. Uh, But we're all right now together and it's great. I mean, who else lives with you? Oh, and then my sons, George and uh-huh. Snacks, who are my dogs. I can't believe you would ever even consider not talking. About that. I know they're also the light of your life and the joy of your They are of the your light. Days. Yeah, you're, you right, you're
1: right. You're right. You're right.
0: You're right. <laughs> and up. mine as well. I fucked up. I fucked <laughs> up. Um, but that's pretty much my current dynamic right now, and the people that I interact on a on a daily basis. Less. <laughs> no, oh god she's she is actually no, is, she's a stack she's, of
1: papers and she's knocking she's, them on her knee.
2: She's breaking out in hives right now <laughs> we got the fucked up family of, of the group <laughs> bear with me when I explain, lay out my family dynamic okay so my mom and my dad had me and my brother uh that relationship lasted 17 years after it ended uh my mom was got with someone else and they had my little sister together. That also did not end very well. Um, so my mom moved on, and in that time frame, she met her third and current final husband. We're Billy. gonna call him final. Final. Uh, yeah, she's been with Billy for the past like sixteen years. Like he's it's the love of her life. We'll the love, call him. Yeah. That. <laughs> third time's the charm, right, Sue? So, uh, we and, love you, Sue. So in that process, so all right, my mom meets Billy, and so it's me. My sister now who's a baby and my brother. Um, in that time frame, my brother passed away. So it's me and my sister with my mom. Billy also had three children of his own. He has two twin boys that are the same age as my sister. He also has an older daughter, Brooke, um, who is about five years older than me. She's thirty one, thirty, thirty-one. So he has three kids of his own. My mom had me, and Maddie, at this point. She also adopted my two cousins um from a pretty they were about eight when they adopt when she adopted them, they're now in their twenties so they I didn't live. know that yeah well oh. they're not twins no no they're not no, a okay. and or girl yeah um so nicole still lives with us but my mom adopted them so it's a lot there was a lot of people in my household always um there's a lot of different names we have my sister's last name my last name billy's last name my mom's <laughs> original last name nicole and gary's last name so <laughs> oh like- my god <laughs> it's just a lot um i have both my mom's side of the family they're very small sides uh I I talk to I'm really close with my one cousin my dad's side of the family and then my one cousin on my mom's side of the family. But if you like talk to me, my family. This is gonna sound so fucked up. My family is my mom and my sister. Yeah, and like that. Like I I respect and I fucking love my stepdad. Even though I'm really hard on him, and I love Brooke and I love his kids and I love his family. His family is huge and they're amazing and my they do so many things with their with their like his side of the yeah. family because they're so big and they're so close. I can't relate to that. I've never I, ne- I didn't mm-hmm. grow up with a huge family. It makes me uncomfortable being around a lot of people. Plus, your family changed so
1: much growing up. So but Like, much. how do you like so form were, that attachment? That's so
2: funny that you said that because I saw a picture. It was me. It was a picture of when we lived in my first house with my mom, my dad, my brother, and me. And I look at the picture. I'm like, it's so crazy that this kind of that this family net will exist. never exist again yeah. because my right. brother's not there. My mom and dad are not together. And Maddie's now in the picture. Right. But yeah, my mom and my sister are my whole world and i like they and they've been with me through like everything i guess and i just like that's my family yeah yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It's, but plan. it like truly is it's like everyone's different even i didn't even think about when you were talking about your family gabby that your husband's and your and your sister's fiance now factor in
2: yeah like you have to, you have to yeah, take into consider
0: like right
2: that's so normal for people to want to see their in-laws on vacation right. but i'm
0: like but that's not all the I, time though like I, I think I got really, I, I genuinely think I got really lucky with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, you did. I did. I did. He's <laughs> He puts up with a lot, man. But but I always I always wished and hoped that my little sister would get that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was with somebody before her fiance for a little bit. And I just, I didn't vibe with him. I didn't click with him. I don't think he understood um, our family from like a large dynamic like we're an immigrant family mm-hmm. like we're, we're we're latin we're loud where some of your we,
1: family doesn't live
0: here uh, well, most, well, most of, my of it yeah and like i i didn't think that he understood that connection and it was really hard for me because i just i was being an over overprotective sister and i just wanted yeah. her to have the best thing in the world and i wanted to her to have what i had with jeff like mm-hmm. at the, at the time like jeff and i jeff came to Peru with me at least three different times at that point. And I was like, wow. Three different times he decided to come to Peru with me. Like, that flight isn't cheap. He the does culture it, is so different. The culture is so different. He doesn't speak the language. But it, it it means so much to me that every time I decide to go visit my family in Peru, he's. it's never a second... It's never a question for him. It's like, when are we going? Right. Yeah. And I always wanted that for my sister. And she finally found that with her fiancé, Mac. And Aww. he's... They're the the perfect little couple. And I say little because they're, they're both... A small height. (laughs) Your sister is teeny tiny. They are teeny tiny, but they're they're perfect together. And I I genuinely look at Mac as my younger brother as well, and and Jeff does too. I mean, Jeff and Mac got so close to each other that you know Mac ended up being in Jeff's um, wedding wedding party for our wedding. Yeah, like that's how close they were, and it's really great. And now now I get to do things that I never thought I would do when I was younger because me and my sister didn't really get along Mm. at the time, but you know now we plan vacations the four of us and it's it's awesome and it, it's see, it's it's just something that is just it comes second it's second nature to us now which is really nice
2: see that's something that's hard for me to like kind of grasp because i'm so i'm a, someone that's so against like doing things that you don't want to do yeah and like if you're forced to go like a family party like in my head i'm like i actually don't i don't have to go like it's it's whatever like i just right. like, skip out but there's it's weird because it's not something you have to do. It's something people want to do. Like, mm-hmm. They want to go to their family's house for right, right, vacation, right, Like certain holidays and for parties, and they want to be a part of the all the barbecues. For sure. Where it's like, I, like that to me is like a huge obligation. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. No. I mean,
2: I. It was just like to obviously anybody in my fucking
0: family, but no. But th- no. I mean, that I think that's a really true thing that a lot of people go through. I mean, I respect, appreciate, and love my. What, what, my mother-in-law? Yes, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. Basically, Jeff's family. But sometimes I do not see eye to eye with them Mm -hmm. on certain beliefs or points or just morals. And that is very, very difficult for me to just grasp because I'm surrounded by people that every day whether it's like family or friends but i'm surrounded by people every day that like get me understand me have the same values as me because that's because naturally that's the kind of people you you allow into your life it's different when you involve other families because like J- jeff's mom and dad aren't my mom and dad but uh-huh. i have to not that i not that it's only that i have to of course i want to but it's like you have to also accept them and spend time with them and do all that stuff and sometimes you just don't see eye to eye, and it's really difficult to adapt that. And you don't want to not see eye to eye. You right. don't want to not look at certain things a certain way, but it's just so difficult because it challenges who you are. Yeah, and what you believe in. Exactly. And, the, and then and you're
1: uncomfortable in situations where you should feel comfortable. Yeah, uh, you like, well, uh, do I speak
0: 100%. out so and start a fight, or do I just like keep my mouth shut and right. just like, back and forth? Right, and, and sometimes that's just like a really, really difficult thing. And And I think the worst part for me in that situation is that i always feel guilty about it because i never ever want jeff to have to choose between me, me and his yeah family. you don't want to be in the. and no. i would never ever put him in that situation but like i can't imagine him being like i can't imagine being in his shoes where he 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 probably has to think that way sometimes and it's just like it's a shitty situation
1: yeah
2: you there's know? definitely
0: extreme examples of
2: that with people where they actually do have to choose between Correct. which side to be on and i was we when we were mapping out this episode um I, you said something were like, well, you can't just, like, cut off family. And in my head, I'm like... No, you can't. Well, yeah, actually, the fuck you can. not <laughs> yes, the fuck you actually can. And I have done it. And I don't mm. say, like... Right. just because you're family and you're tied by blood. And I, right. I respect that kind of bond. But right. if you're fucking toxic, you're toxic
0: whether you're my friend or my family, you're getting cut the fuck off. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's, like, me respecting myself and my life and the kind of life right. I want. I th- but I think that's also really powerful yeah. because it's it's avoiding the toxicity that you know is affecting you in the negative way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've, like... I feel like everyone experiences that at some point, like, especially I feel like as a young woman growing up in, like, our times and, like, in the cultural change that we're yeah. experiencing, you you disagree with, the. for me specifically, I disagree with a lot of the men in my family. And we have, like, a lot yeah. of, and the women yeah. too. But, like, um, I, I've caused fights. I've right. done irrational things at family parties. One time <laughs> I, I was proving a point and I took my top off.
0: Um <laughs> and it was yo just so that's that's why i say it every fucking time the schwab family needs a reality tv show they need a
2: reality tv show someone was
1: like talking about women's nipples and i had a bra on of course but i was like if you are so offended by breasts like fucking stay inside and they like went off and i just took my top off and just sat
2: and you should be uncomfortable because you're a part of the family like no. you're like
1: you're- I'm sorry, my boobs mean you're uncomfortable. You're my family. You're a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I throw around the word pervert, like it's just uncanny. But it's just so like I it's I have felt that, and not even right. with in-laws, which I feel like is there's an added layer of complication because you're putting a, a loved one in the middle. Like, but I felt that within like my own, like my family, and we're and we're like right. I said, we're super close. We're so close that we like some of the sometimes the kids are like, again. we're like we're getting together again i just saw you people last week right like actually truly during christmas time it's like we have karaoke night then we have um trolley night then we have to do cookie bake then we have to do this and it's like by the time christmas eve rolls around which we also all celebrate together and then on christmas day we see each other for dinner i'm like I don't have anything i have to say to these people no, literally. <laughs> and they're also and a lot me, of ideas There's <laughs> they're some of my best friends too like Courtney is right. my cousin but she's also one of my closest friends right. and my sisters are my sisters but they're also my best friends so I'm just like I don't know what to say and just like I don't have any news to tell you I have no yeah. updates to share mm-hmm. um, yesterday was fun I'm glad we get to do this again folks like right. I, I just like don't know what to say to you
0: but like that, that's crazy to me because what you just explained it's like it feels like the holidays are an entire week festivity
1: Oh, my – it's from Thanksgiving to Christmas the whole time. Right. Because we also have, like, traditions where we go down to see the lights in the city. Right. And we go ice skating.
0: And you have all these traditions. And then I and then I listen to, like, Liz, and you're just like, oh, yeah, we I get Chinese, so people. much fucking anxiety. But, we get- <laughs> <laughs> I, but, yeah, and then I listen to you, and you're like, yeah, we get Chinese food, and we hang and out, I, and I, it's just me and my I, mom and my sister. And I don't take my pajamas
2: off. But also, like, I kind of base my traditions around well, – obviously, I love my mom and my sister and my mm. family. But so I see them – but, like, my friends are, like, my family, too. right? Yeah. So it's, like, right.
1: I, that's just, like, right.
2: that's a family, like, I created on my own.
1: For sure. Oh, and then I, after, after I do all of my family things, I also have my friend things, too. Like, we have a, yeah. a house party every year called Litmus. My friends and I, we, and we can't miss oh it. Oh, my God. You Litmus. can't miss Litmus. This year for Litmus, I dressed up as Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, like, you did? Yeah, you can't miss it. And then I also celebrate New Year's with that same group of friends every year. So litmus is usually like December twenty 29th, and then we all get back together on December thirty first, and we're like, "What have you guys been doing
0: for the last two days? Like, what's up?" See, but I I hear how you talk about like your friend group, and I think that your friend group has a lot of influence of like probably how you were raised as well. Oh, like also, you were, my my friends also a lot
1: of them grew up with me and came to family things. Like, right, so a, a lot like of my friends to went the, to my summer like we used to have summer sure. parties like down the shore, and we. All of our birthdays are in the summer, my whole family. Right. So it's like back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back parties. Right. And they would come to all of them. And they were always themed. And they were always over the top and just like too much. Right. But my friends don't didn't have that same sort of thing. Right. So they loved, I think, the opportunity to like be a part of that. Also, oh, yeah. I think they liked getting food. I think they liked to be fed. Because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends were guys and they were like living together in a house and they like ate a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> and then they got the opportunity to come and the like, have a real meal um but yeah for sure i mean i don't, family's weird like family is just such a weird topic all the time But it it's is. like you can have a, an estranged family and you're so sad about it right. and then you can be me and you're like yeah my family's like overbearing and i don't know what to do about it sometimes yeah. um will actually is part of my overbearing family and he is like you need to like our producer he's like you guys need to chill like Everyone be like, "Oh, where's Willie?" Going to be like, "He needed a night off." Like, yeah, like don't you guys don't you guys like want some uh, alone
2: time? <laughs>
0: like during this alone like, time, you like, not we can't have, this have it." Five
2: month festivity of two holidays.
1: It's, just, like, like, it's
0: it's so much, but it's not like, But like, like holidays no, no, aren't you even ma- a thing. You make a good point because everybody thinks it, but they don't do it. Like for, for my family, like 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 ninety percent of my my family family lives in, lives in Peru still, but we try to visit every year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when you visit, you, there's no downtime. You do not. If if you want to spend time alone, you're you're looked at as a bad family member. It's like how you, dare we only how have dare weeks. Weeks. How how could you how dare you? It's like it's crazy. Like you do everything together, and sometimes like I I never I I feel my most self sometimes when I'm in Peru because mm-hmm. it's like I I don't have anything to worry about. I'm with the people that mean the most to me. You have Jeff. I have Jeff there also with me, like, my immediate family is also with me, but it's, like, it's just, like, a different lifestyle, and it's so, it's funny because every time I go to Peru, I feel so good about myself to the point where, like, me and my mom are okay. Yeah. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't, which is really weird for, I think, a foreign family, like, I do not get along with my mom at all, and it's, it's one of the hardest relationships I've ever had um that's ongoing in my life because even from a young age like i never ever got along with her like i know i know that my mom loves me Mm -hmm. because she will do acts of service for me like she of course she's my like she birthed me of course she loves me but like we like i know she doesn't like me
1: and then that's like a weird feeling too because my mom and i have had a really complicated very tumultuous relationship too like my whole life
0: right and i think a lot
1: of it was because of how similar she and i are
0: um, I, I say that all the time me and my mom are so stubborn that you can't you can't fix it and and it is just it's hard it it's hard like we will have a conversation for five minutes and once minute six hits we're in an argument yeah. every single time without a doubt I can put money on it and it's like why does that happen and also I think a lot of it comes from like jealousy because her and my si- little sister are, are best like be- they text all day <laughs> I remember one time I was on va- me me Jeff um, my little sister and her fiance went on a vacation and like, we were together for almost, almost a week. And I was like, Nana, who are you, who are you texting all day? And she's like, oh, mom. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you're texting mom? She's like, yeah, we talk all the time. And it was, it was, I think it was like a little traumatizing mm-hmm. for me that the fact that like they just have this ongoing daily relationship. And that's why Liz, like you talk about your mom all the time and how like, yeah. I remember, it's hold on, so I remember being in a court with Liz. <laughs> I think it was like, what, three weeks ago? Oh, this was for Carly's um birthday weekend. <laughs> And me and Liz are, we were all in, the car, all in the car driving home from the shore. And Liz is like, my mom isn't texting me. It's been like 10 minutes. And I'm like, all right, bitch. Like, in my head, I'm just like, okay, chill. And she's like, but I haven't heard from her. I'm just going to call her real quick. And I'm like, are you kidding? In my head, I'm like, is she crazy? So she calls her, her mom's answer. She's like, oh, sorry, I was doing something. She's like, okay, it's fine. I'm driving from home from the shore. I just wanted to let you know that I love you. Okay, I love you too. Bye. And I was like, yo, I, I what? know I, I what? I have never. Oh, this is sad, man. Like, I don't remember the last time I told my mom, like, that I loved her in that way. Just like, like, when out I, of, yeah. yeah. Like, when I leave the house, I'm like, all right, love you, bye, have a great time. But never, like, on the phone where I'm like, okay, I love you, I will talk to you. I that is cannot so, remember. See, that's so fucking funny to me. Cause, like, I make my
2: mom text if it, like, if she'll be mad. Like, we'll think each other, like, the other is mad at us if we, like, go to bed without saying goodnight, love you, like, through text. Oh, it's so funny cause, like, you guys, you're so are sweet. So, you guys do so much with your family. No, but, so yes, close, but, like, and You're then so, I don't and i'm
0: I text my mom and I tell you her I love her and it's, are it's so different. you are so right. I could have three hundred family members in Peru and we're all together, and we're hanging out and it's like a huge family thing, but I can't do that with my mom, yeah, you tell me that you have Christmas, order Chinese food with just your mom and your little sister, and like and you and, say you love uh, it's, uh, like, it's, and, and like but every, like isn't every that why, that's every conversation and that's the difference in family dynamic, but, I think that is wild to me uh, but I also um. Oh, I just had a good point. Ugh. It'll are come we, back. What were
1: we talking about? Our moms.
0: Our, Our moms. moms.
2: Oh, when it's,
1: uh, <laughs> it's... She got it, guys.
2: <laughs> it's funny when you notice that you're not the favorite. <laughs> and I make jokes about it. It's my, the worst. But again, my little sister is my favorite as well. Uh, she, she fucking runs the household. I love that. And I love Maddie, and I know she's the favorite, and I know my mom, like, worships the ground. She walks on. Right. But I think that's also... It's different because, like, I love my mom and Maddie just as, just as much. Right whereas like your sisters obviously your your mom's favorite.
0: Right. But yeah, and I and honestly a lot of it I think I put on myself because of like the lack of confidence I have because I know I'm the black sheep of the family. Like my my grandfather was a very very well-known uh family doctor in Lima. And everybody knew him. He's the most intelligent man I've ever, you know, met in my life. He like it's incredible and he was he's a doctor for I don't know how many fucking years. And then my dad went into biology and went into the science and then went into pharmaceuticals. And then my cousin did the same thing. Now he's a family doctor trying to relive, you know, what my, um, what my grandfather did. And then my sister, she went into chemistry and is kind of following her dad's footsteps. Mm -hmm. And my dumbass went to art school for photography. (laughs) Like, I can't tell you how much of a black sheep I am in my family, but like, I give you credit though for for, oh, for being the being black yourself sheep and knowing that you're the black sheep and still yeah okay being okay with be like okay I'm still gonna go to art school. I mean yeah I'm the black sheep but I like th- also thank you for saying that of because course. it it obviously it it, w- it wasn't easy but like at the same time it's like I can't I think the hardest part is I can't relate to anybody in your family. Yes, like sometimes I just can't relate to anybody and understanding like what photography is and what it means to me and why. Being a photojournalist and grinding, like, my dad would be like, Why the fuck are you photographing something that's going on at 2 a.m. in the center of Philadelphia and you're 19? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to tell him, like, it's I'm 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 i crea- I'm helping news. I'm I'm creating a story. I'm I'm hi- and And at the time I worked for a Hispanic newspaper. So I was like, I'm highlighting, you know, Latin families that don't get their voice. And he's like, that's stupid. Well, it's the same way if he were to
2: stay. Like, why do you stay up till 3 a.m. studying for your big test? Right, and why do you keep right. preparing for your meeting? Right. It's it's the same. Thing, right. It just looks different. Right. Yeah. But yeah.
0: But I I guess they just they because of what they studied and what their major was and what their career was, they thought very linear. Where yeah. I was thinking the complete opposite. Like I, I went. I, I loved art school. I learned about so many different mediums, and and I love, um, I love experiencing like museums and other artists, and and, and I feel like because I went to art school, I I've touched into so much more. Uh, sensitive side of me where Mm -hmm. i like express my emotions through creative pisces i am a pisces (laughs) i'm sensitive as fuck but i i i I express my emotions through a lot of creativity and no one (laughs) literally no one out of the 300 relatives that i have in peru at least maybe another five of them do that but like it always felt like i was singled out always and i could never relate to anybody. My dad, might bless his soul, he's always tried to relate to me and he's been the one of the most supportive supportive people in my career. And he overthinks and he he like second guesses what i do, which is like typical of a dad. Um but he fucking tries his hardest to, to like relate, but like i also can't i i i can i cannot remember the last time my mom said to me what what do you like photographing? What was the last photo you took what does this photo mean to you like what kind of equipment do you I've never heard of I've never heard her say that in my entire career as a photographer and it's weird because it's like I I also have never asked her right it takes two to tango when it comes to like creating Uh a relationship but like you can't help taking that personal because they are your parents so and I think a lot of like I I do a lot of like
1: but like I'm a kid
0: and and and
1: a lot of the arguments that I had with my mom growing up was that I'm the adult and you're the kid, so you have to do what I say. You have listen to what I'm saying. It's like stop questioning me, and I ask a lot of questions and I challenge a lot of people, and it was like, but like you're you're and and this as as I approach adulthood and as I like start to like kind of see things differently I'm like okay like she didn't have all the answers because right. no one's perfect right. but it's like when you're a kid and you're growing up you're like you're my mom you're you my should dad. Know everything. You're supposed to know it all right. you know you're everything. Supposed to be, you, you decided to have them you're supposed to know how to do this for sure yeah. and they don't and no one can
2: no one can you know yeah. I think the reason why I have um a different eloquent family dynamic is because I don't see my family as family I see them as fucking people yeah they're yeah. people that have been through sure. a lot and like they have their own set of issues that got passed down to me and, like I'm trying to like work all through that but I, I saw some advice in a self-help book I was reading. Um, it was this woman and I think her mom. They had a really bad relationship. Like the mom was shitty, didn't understand everything she was doing. Like just a, like just a huge bitch to the daughter. All that she, all throughout growing up, the daughter went to therapy and she's like, you know, like I have such a bad relationship with my mom. I don't get it. She, I know she's going to like eventually like die. She's getting older, whatever. And her advice that she got was, you can only control you mm-hmm. just because your mom's right. a really bad mom doesn't mean you have to be a really bad daughter you can still do your part in that relationship yeah. and like that's all you can do and i think like because like as you just said carly parents don't have all the answers you grow mm-hmm. up and you think that they're fucking heroes and that they're like they have right. magic growing but on you're their supposed to look up, up to them yeah, yeah, yeah. you're supposed it's, to look up to them they don't but they don't know what the right. fuck they're doing
0: right yeah you're 100 right it and and it's i guess sometimes you 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 hold guilt from that too like my mom, when she, so my mom had a hard time getting pregnant. She didn't have me until she was 40. Yeah. And she had about three to four late-term miscarriages before me. And I, I never knew that. Yeah. And then when she gave birth to me, I was supposed to be a twin. One of them didn't survive. Not I survived. <laughs> but then also when my mom gave birth to me, while she's fucking losing one of us, she gets diagnosed with lupus. Yeah. Like, I, I, I cannot imagine going through all of that. No. And As like,
1: a first-time mother, you lost a child after losing three. And
0: and then you get an, 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 an autoimmune disease. And then you have to continue and then, to raise a child. And then you have to continue to raise a child while you still don't have your citizenship yet.
1: Yeah. Like, I, while I that's going that on. I can't
0: imagine. And, like, I... Some of that stuff, it's so weird because, like, obviously, I I, I, ta- I try to voice these feelings in therapy and, like, I can't recommend therapy enough, guys. <laughs> but, but, like, it's just so hard because I feel like there's just so much time that has passed and so many issues and events and me and my mom's relationship. They're like, I can't bring that up now. No, so that that's
2: where I think generational trauma comes in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she has dealt with her own set of issues and they got passed on to you. And you, I know, it, it sucks that you get the brunt of it, but at least like you're with the way society is going, and mental health, mental illness is becoming such a prominent topic. Yeah. Like, you get to change that. Like you, you can't change your mom's past or anything she's been through or anything right. your mom's been through. Or I, I can't even imagine being like ima- going through everything that she went through and then being an in- immigrant. On right? Top of it. Exactly. So you, it just. You can't hold anything against them. Yeah. And that but generational trauma is, is
1: such a hard thing to, like, come to terms with. And oh I didn't God. hear the term or understand what it meant until I was an adult. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? So I think it would I have been, just, for me, helpful to understand as a teenager right. that the reason that my parents did certain things that they did wasn't because they were mad or, right. or uncaring or callous. It was because they were dealing with their own issues. Right. But like we said, we, we viewed our parents as, like, this... Concept of parents, and I think part of that was because my parents positioned themselves as that. And my my dad's biggest thing to say to us when we were like, "Why do we have to do this?" was, "I'm bigger and I punch harder." And my mom's was, "I'm the I'm the I'm the adult, and you're the kid." So they kind of put that character on themselves. Right. But then, as an adult, to look back and be like, "All right, if I understood what I understand now, looking at my family and generationally, all the things that I can just recognize, like my grandparents, my mom and her siblings." like if i knew those things now even the way that my dad was raised my dad Mm -hmm. my dad if my mom lived like the perfect like disney life where like her parents were together her and her siblings all went to college they lived in a nice house in fishtown they were like the epitome of like Mm -hmm. good family my dad was opposite his dad died his mom left his brothers raised him he when he was in college he was sleeping on couches like he was it just wasn't that they live very different lives, right. but they both kind of came out of that each with their own shit. Totally, right. yeah. And then they decided to marry each other and have children. Have children. And each of them kind of didn't deal with their shit first, right? Right. And it's like now all of, so my siblings, I don't think would be upset if I shared. Like all four of us struggle yeah, totally. with mental health. Like sure. all of us, and we live in a time where it's not as stigmatized. We feel comfortable speaking about right. it, and we've taken the like the time to, to seek help and and to help to find help for ourselves and also now I think we try to pass it on to our other family members where we're especially in this time for my family where a lot of the kids who, who are now adults we not with Katie Miller 21 they're the youngest but we're like the kids in the family like we all have sat back and addressed right things that we're going through and when we're experiencing this loss we're speaking to our moms and our dads and our grandparents in a way where we're like there are sh- there's things that we should have talked about and things we should right. have addressed and generationally issues that are occurring in a pattern where it's like, my grandfather definitely has OCA. Yeah it runs through right. the family but multiple people in my family right. at this point at the kid level are diagnosed with OCD no one ever fucking talked about it maybe if we talked about it and everyone was like oh I feel that too I understand what you're going right, through right right I right. experienced similar thoughts
0: and feelings you make the connection you understand it you address it and then you fix it yeah so right. it's like and that's the that thing. generational people, trickle down is, for sure and it's never addressed it's, yeah. it's wild I think that's really cool because uh, am I wrong that all your family like all your siblings are they in therapy
1: they are not all actively in therapy. My brother and I are both actively in therapy right okay. now. Both of my sisters have also sought um, counseling oh, at some good. point in their life. But that's yeah.
0: good, though. I, th- I think the the knowingness of 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 that being an option,
1: yeah, is and, is it, really, and it's your top-
0: parents know that.
1: It's yes. All of my, my parents are aware that all, all four of us were, and 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 my mom at some points and my dad, I think, too, probably just less vocal about it. Yeah, saw that as like a. Um, a failure yeah. or, or like a mistake that how did all four of my kids wind up in therapy like what did i do especially coming Wait. from this like <laughs> concept of like we're yes per, like we're the perfect like right we, on paper we look great but right. we were just like no like we just need a little extra help and right. and, my, and my siblings have like really struggled and have diagnoses diagnoses where um it does it you you have to seek yeah a professionals yeah you know what i mean like mental illness is an illness and you have to treat it as if you would treat For sure. your physical ailments. And it took to us to get it. And I think that the, the way that we grew up and the way that the narrative around um, mental illness and seeking psychiatric help or psychological help has changed to right. get us there. Right, right. Um, plus, my sisters are like the most progressive people that I know. So they're just They like,
0: are. We love the yeah, twins. They, we stand the twins. They're like, fuck the
2: stigma. I actually, I so. actually have um, two points to come to... Take bring back to the table. Off, yes. To piggyback <laughs> off that. Because I think, well, one, I think with our generation, the way we're growing up now and the way life is, you just want more for yourself. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not okay to deal with everything they kind of like dealt with it in normal yes. life. So I had the couple therapy sessions I've had, like, obviously me working through all my own issues. I have to go back to like my childhood and determine all kind of where it started from, which goes back way further than me. And so like, I'm sitting here, I'm making such good progress. And... I and I keep going back to my mom and like oh you should do this like this is why like, And I'm like trying to like tell her like these like there's right. reasons why everything has happened and there's reasons why you feel the way you do yeah. and my therapist she's like had to send me down one day and she's just like Alyssa she's like you can't take everybody with you mm-hmm. she's like can't. You, 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 ha- can't. you have to let people like it, it just there's too much time like they have to want it on their own for sure. sure So that's like that was my first like point where I had to like really understand that and so I keep now I start I've been asking so many questions about like my the way my dad grew up and how my mom grew up because I'm right. just trying to piece together mm-hmm. like what where where it kind of all came from Because like right. I wanted to start with me so that brought me to a certain question that I had to ask myself that I've never fucking asked myself before and it <laughs> you guys know obviously how I feel about having children it's right. not something I ever saw myself doing right there's was one like therapy session where I was like I, and I was like it's kept me up at night where I was like Fuck. It's like, do I regarding generational trauma is do I try and stop it by not having children or do I have children so I can try and change it? Mm-hmm. So you can reset it, and I and I still like I don't I I don't know you don't know that answer yeah that's like, a really I, hard question I know because like at least I know that I like my family's fucked up and that I'm fucked up and that I can change right. it like I'm I'm in the progression of it but I just
0: but then there's another side where it? you're like I've grown from this I realize my trauma and I want and I'm working through it so it's like, yeah do I do I pass on my for progression sure. to another
2: generation to kind of like reset it like you said or do I just like does it end with take me? the right. safe route right Yeah. that's
0: yeah. yeah. so funny that the you saying that you can't take people with you, right? Like oh, it's your own, own journey. Hard pill to swallow. It
1: is a hard pill to swallow. I haven't swallowed it. Yeah,
0: I'm still trying. You want to bring yeah, your I'm mom? From- and <laughs> I want to bring my mom. Like yeah. I know
2: she's so hurt and she's dealt with so much. And I, I want to bring my little sister with me. And I just right.
0: you, It's just different journey. You can't. It's a different journey. And also, yeah. like I think it's crazy because. So I, I, I feel that as well personally because, I think therapy has given me, like I see things so differently now. I don't carry things on my shoulder as much as mm-hmm. I did and it's so uplifting and empowering it so when your you life. yeah so when you think that you're like fuck
2: everybody needs therapy yeah, yeah. exactly you feel
0: like oh but you're like exactly. you need therapy you need yeah. therapy you need, like you're just like everybody needs to experience it and then at the same time like you're like you know i can't feel guilty for for enforcing that upon anybody like i i've, I've never told him this before but like i uh, maybe he'll hear it on the podcast we'll see but i i would love for jeff to experience therapy i think it would be good for him like i know he struggles with some ups and downs with his family not from like a hardship perspective but from a like a perspective where he can't see them a lot they live Mm -hmm. across the country and he sees them twice a year and like he's older than me so that means his parents are older and i know that's something that he's struggling with and i know how sensitive he is which, by the way, being sensitive isn't a bad thing for males, so, like, mm-hmm. it's empowering. Or women, either. Like, exactly. we're or anybody, sensitive too. <laughs> all time. But, like, sometimes I'm just, like, uh, I sit in a therapy session and I talk about my family issues, and I'm like, holy shit, I feel so much better. And in my, in, in my mind, I'm like, wow, Jeff would would, really benefit from this. Would grow from this. Yeah. But, but but therapy you, works for you because you want it to work for you. Exactly. That's you exactly. And that's why I that. never said it to him because right. it's like he needs to want it. If I tell him to do it, it becomes a chore. It becomes right. a burden. And then he's not going to be into it full heartedly. That's the same thing with like what you're saying with like wanting to bring your, your sister or your mom or, or, or anybody else because it's like they have to figure it out on their own. It's also it's also not an easy route to go no like it, it is, it's not
2: it is fucking damaging having to feel everything and to open old wounds that you thought healed like that but never actually healed like i i just had there's just so many things that can happen in it's therapy true. and it's yeah. so fucking hard and like not that's it's not for everybody. it is
0: it's it's not and it's it's the, the amount of growth that you need for it is is longer than you think right mm-hmm. when you think oh, you're getting totally.
2: better you're like i nope. didn't do better i didn't do better
0: we just moved to two times a month my
1: therapist and i And then my uncle passed and i was like can we talk every day i was like i kind of miss you um but also what you guys are saying with wanting to bring people with you so something that happened when i started therapy um my brother started too Mm -hmm. so i started and a couple months later my brother was like if she can do it i can do it right i love that and in a way so i said my brother's older than me but in a way i kind of was always the older sibling i feel like yeah um i think it happens when you're a girl like when your daughter people put more on you um But so for me, one of my biggest takeaways from starting therapy isn't even about myself. It's that my brother went too. It's that he saw someone else who was experiencing change and also someone who I guess kind of looked like him and had been been through similar things that he had been. Obviously, our experiences aren't the same, but we grew up together in the same house and we're only two years apart. Right. right. And so he said, if she can do it, I can do it. I love that. And I am so, I am I love my own journey and I'm so excited for myself because of all of the progress that I've made. But when I look at him or when I hear him speak, I'm even more excited because I'm just like, you want nothing but the best for the people that you love. right? Totally. And I'm like, and we call my brother Peen and I'm like, Peenie i'm <laughs> just so happy for You're you doing so well. when he's like i brought it up in therapy i'm like you little baby you little <laughs> little i'm like Ugh. i'm so happy for you so if i mean there, like he, it's it sucks that it, it did come to all of us having to see a therapist but like yeah. for me and my siblings i'm yeah. just like and it's just not even me and my siblings to be my cousins like mm-hmm. all of us like to be able to sit candidly at a family party and chat openly a lot of secrets in my family really? a lot of um brushing things under the rug and trying yeah. to oh my God. not and to offend yeah. and not to um not to cause trouble or, or upset anyone like it's just like we want we understand that this perception of us is, right. is something that people have and we want to live up to that and that's so, all from the connection of therapy and and then we all are like you're fucked up about that. Well, it's, it's you're you're fucked up about that too. And I'm like, I'm fucked up about that. And it's oh just nice to share that. It's, it's
2: also nice to all understand where where it's coming from. Like when you yes. hear when all these secrets come out and you were like you piece the things together and you're like, no wonder he was fucked up. No wonder I'm fucked up. Right. No wonder yeah. I feel this way. It's just that it's, That's it's a different called, level.
0: It's called a light bulb moment.
2: A like, light bulb <laughs>
1: moment. And my me and my my family have light bulb moments together now, I think. And my sisters yeah. are so well, so my sister Katie is so willing to be vulnerable and so willing to connect with people. Yeah. Like she'll really put herself out there for you so that you feel comfortable and you can you her. can speak openly yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And Molly's a little bit more reserved, but they get the benefit of being twins where it's like you kind of attribute both their personalities <laughs> to each other. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, or maybe that's a negative thing. I don't know. I'm sure they'll tell me after they listen to this episode. But he, to have them now have experienced therapy and, and started to speak about things and then they can come into the room and they can be like – tell me your trauma yes. lesson, love that. or like share this with me or even if I have a conversation with Bobby and he feels comfortable sharing with the twin then they're like we didn't even know you felt that way yeah and it's just like this whole um little network it's like of a different children yeah, you so because you feel hurt because then you end up
0: feeling hurt yes and I don't think yeah. that my
1: parent my mom and her siblings saw that and my dad and his siblings forget that seven boys Right, seven boys raised in a household where their parents a weren't super time. present. It was a different, different time, you know what yeah. I mean. They don't even text each other Happy Father's Day. Like they're on the they're on a, di- they're on a yeah. whole different level right. of oppression and, and right. ignorance. But, yeah. um, but I, I found that with my dad's side of the family, as like as I become an adult and we all are able to make our own decisions, we're able to create our relationships now. So we're doing like our our cousin reconnection because we we're closest kids. Oh, but that's now,
0: awesome. Yeah. So
1: it's like it's cool to because then it's like I talk to my cousins. And they're like, "Oh, my dad's like that too."
0: Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. It's like my, reassuring." My, uh, my, it's it's funny that you you talk about that because I uh, I made a goal with my therapist to by by 2021 to let to tell my parents that I I'm in therapy. Oh, you haven't said anything yet? No, they don't know because wow. I my parent because my parents are very they think very. I mean, they're they're strict Catholic Hispanic immigrant parents therapy to them is you have failed yeah. there's something wrong with you and it's different now because they they are they're just so much older now you know and it's yeah. sometimes you you have these moments where you realize that it's just too far gone mm-hmm. um but it's something that I struggle with because because me and my husband are currently having to live with them because of the the current pandemic situation it is so hard to keep it a secret sometimes they they I'll be in the middle of a therapy session and obviously we're doing it in like the private space that we have in the basement but like sometimes I have I have fear I'm like god forbid my mom needs me for something and she need like she comes downstairs to talk to me and I'm like what am i gonna what am i what do i tell her oh this is my new friend (laughs) i would i would literally rather die than let her know that i'm in therapy because she's gonna be like there's something wrong with you and that's and that sucks that's such a shitty feeling because i genuinely feel like i've grown so much from therapy and i realize so much of my family and my growth and like like you 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 find out who you are and like why your journey was the journey that it was but then i can't fucking just tell my parents that i'm in therapy right it's wild right you think you've grown and then you're like uh-uh oh
1: i came out the gate hard i was like i'm going to therapy now now i like text you and i'm, like, I'm doing it. therapy in this
0: room don't come in <laughs> you yell it from the top, from yeah. the top of the- you're like michael scott when he declared bankruptcy yes yes yeah.
1: i declare therapy. <laughs> <laughs> i talk
2: about therapy all the time especially to my mom that where it gets to the point where she's noticed i'm in a band which like
0: do you have therapy this week and i'm like <laughs> Don't fucking don't do that. Don't do don't that. Don't throw my therapy don't, in my face. Don't do that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. But speaking about therapy and like family issues and trauma, there's growth that comes with it. Oh, I feel like obviously sure. like there are hardships especially when you're at a young age and you're experiencing things and now as an adult like for you Carly making connections like there's so much growth that you're able to um adapt from what you've experienced with your family.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think that probably one of the most meaningful um, things that's happened to me, like, as an adult. And I think part of it is my experience with therapy, but also just every one of my cousins growing up is that there is this, like, re-emphasis on family. Yeah. So when you're a kid and you're growing up, your family connections are dependent on your parents. So it's like, sure. where who are your parents taking you to see? Wh- whose parties are they going to? Like, uh, uh, what connection are you making? And for a long time, I my closest family was my mom's side because that's who like the that's they were one local so it was like it was really easy to each other they're smaller and like they were around but when I was a kid I had really close connections with a lot of my cousins on my dad's side um we were pretty similar in age and we like spent a lot of time I was just I just went through when we did um pictures for my uncle's funeral we were I was going through photos and so many of the photos were with my cousins from my dad's side and then at some point we fell off and I don't even know in my childhood when it happened and then I went through my teen years and my early 20s and without a connection to them. Right. And then one of my cousins actually was like, I want to make a conscious effort to reconnect the side. There's no reason we aren't close right. except for a lack of effort.
0: Right. And On both ends too. You yeah.
1: Know? Oh my God, absolutely. I was like the biggest person at fall. I was like, I'm so busy. Like whatever. And then I would see them at Christmas, see them at Easter. And we would talk for like 20 minutes and that would be that. And then yeah. I'd see them next holiday. But um, my cousin Barbara Ann like really is like, like pushing it. And also she and I were so close when we were little. Um, we lived in the same building when we were vacationing in the summer, we did everything together. And then it just kind of fell off. And then we moved back into the same neighborhood. And and I even at that point, let it just kind of be a fact and didn't make the effort. But this year we've like, especially, and it's weird with quarantine, like we've fostered a relationship and yeah. she's like, so like a confidant for me and someone, and it's so nice to have access to one, a really great person who I feel really, like really close to and really connected to, but also someone who understands that side of my family too. For right. sure. Where for so long there was this gap where it was, I, I had such a close connection with my mom's side, but like I had this like void on my dad's side. Right. And they were just as much my family as my mom's. Exactly. And and I didn't realize that it was lacking until I had it again. Mm-hmm. Um So that's been like really cool. And, it, and I don't know how much therapy I had to do with it, as much as therapy lined up with it. Um, right. But that's something I feel like I really, really grew with, and and has been really beneficial for me, and really um, positive, especially in light of the pandemic and like changing times. And yeah, like, it, it's just
0: hard. I, mean, th- I think when everyone mentally, yeah, today. you're right because I think when it comes to family and the pandemic, things are just m- much more real, right? Yeah, like I think before the pandemic, it was kind of like you hustle and you grind, whatever your career is, whatever your your um, your motive in life is, whatever you gotta there work a lot hard. To ignore. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. The pandemic to almost made it easier to ignore it because right. you're like, "We're in a pandemic." Right. Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, but like, then a, a pandemic hits, and you're like, "I forgot," because I can't do mm-hmm. as much. I forgot and remember how much these people are important to me. Mm-hmm. Like it. Like listen, it ha- it has not been hard. Like, me and my husband owned our own house a year ago, and we sold it to upgrade, and <laughs> we were we were supposed to stay with my parents for at least two to three months. And oh, now, yeah, I was supposed to be at my mom's house in January. Right. And now it's it's, August. <laughs> exactly. And now be, I mean, you can't you I mean, this is what it is, right? You can't do anything about it. But in light of that, like you think of the small things like m- like I have the ability to spend time with my parents mm-hmm. for months on end together. Yeah, they may piss me off. Yeah, I don't get along with my mom. We don't see eye to eye. We we probably can't communicate as well as we thought we could. But like it's moments that I know I'm going to have to remember and cherish because also we have to remember that like our, our, our parents are older than we are. Yeah. And, and also it's, I
1: mean, for me, a shocking part of what happened with my uncle is that age isn't even necessarily the most pressing factor. Like life is fleeting. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't, it's, grandparents obviously you're like oh i gotta see my grandparents more because like their time is limited but all of, like everyone you care about re- family or friends regardless like yeah. like anything don't let yeah don't let the the bullshit wind you to like spending time with people that you right. love
0: right and i think that goes into like pretty much our last topic of the day which is like coping like how do we like how do all of us individually like figure out how to cope or or, or kind of have to deal with you know the ups and downs of, of family life for me um the most
2: beneficial thing I Did for myself was learning and accepting that I am entitled to my boundaries, whether these people have been in my life forever, or whether they're not like I have to like my instance, I don't my dad is a (laughs) lot of things in life. And when he calls me, I keep our phone conversation because I'm still trying to control only right. me. I'm, I'm still just trying to do my part and what I can do regardless of like what it right. should I mean, he is, they're whatever. your boundaries. So five to seven minutes phone call. Yeah. The second it gets. Like, I, I just mentally can't fucking do any more than that. Right. With my mom and my sister. I love them so fucking much. But sometimes I'm just in a bad mood or having and I just need a day that I don't feel like going up there i'm not going to go up there just for the sake of going up mm-hmm. there it's like right when you when you're with people like you want to be present and right. it's not you like, want your time spent to be quality time had, not just time e- exactly yeah. and i think it was like me discovering the difference between that because i was i used to go at my mom's house like every tuesday no matter what because i needed to see my sister on tuesday they're right. just like no, like it's
0: it's okay if you're having a sometimes you, you wake up and it. mm-hmm. it's just, just not it it's not it i do i i love that about you because i learn a lot from you and mm-hmm. i think one of my specific points in coping is having people and friends that you can rely on to talk openly and kind mm-hmm. of i mean genuinely like vent and like that you are one of those people where i I think it's amazing that you put yourself first in those situations. The fact that you can you can separate yourself from families sometimes because I was raised in a, in a household. where it was like families all the time, every day, all yeah. day. Like, like it was. It's never not like you have to. You have your. You have to Facetime your 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 Tia Rocio right now because it's her birthday. You have to do it right, right. now. Like there has been so much ingrained in my mind where it's like family, 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 and you forget that like I am my that's own a indiv- choice. Yes, yeah. you're your own individual person, and sometimes you just don't have that mental capacity mm-hmm. to like deal with that. And that's something that I've I've learned from you specifically because you are so good at doing that balance and and i think that's one of my coping mechanisms is finding um a good group of people that you can relate to and like obviously you two are one of them but i i grew up obviously with with immigrant parents and my best friend meg and my best friend priyanka one of them her parents uh meg her 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 parents are uh immigrants from the philippines mm-hmm. and then priyanka her parents are immigrants from india and we met, we all met in high school and it was so easy to get along because we all knew mm-hmm. what it meant to grow up with like immigrant parents, like to yeah. have the weird food at lunch, to yeah. like not understand, like to have your parents go out in public and speak a different language and everybody stare at you, like to not understand like what it was to to raise kids in America, especially we were all, we were all just, it was such a difficult age and, and, and time to to do that and it was just so nice to be able to express how we felt, and like none of us be embarrassed of it. We were just like, yeah, no, yeah, my parents do that you were heard, too. and you were understood. Yeah, yeah that's you had exactly shared. it. You were heard, yeah. exactly. And I think that's for me, that's an advice of, of of coping, finding your your core group and people that can support you, and and not really judge you, on, like h- h- how it is with your yeah. family. Yeah. I'm
1: like still getting there with coping. I still have like unhealthy yeah. okay. coping mechanisms. But
0: therapy, obviously, but therapy Is helping me. Helping. Yeah, my I, I mean, mean I talk to In therapist. general, I think it's great that you're doing therapy twice a week now. No, twice a month or twice a month. It's worse. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, we might oh, have my to up more. Yo, yeah, my
1: bad. But um, so so for me, I, a lot of my coping mechanisms have to do with like avoidance for a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I at least now recognize that that is not the right way to go there about we go. it. We love You know? Yo, we, we spin it. <laughs> what did we say? It's a light bulb. It's moment. a light bulb. <laughs> so I know that avoiding uncomfortable conversations and avoiding situations where I might disagree with family members or I might cause problems is not the answer. Yeah, I know that secrets and brushing things under the rug are not the appropriate way to approach things and I don't exactly know how I'm going to take the leap from I know this is not the right way to this is the right way Um, but like I'm getting there and even this week or like the last couple weeks where when we found out that my uncle had passed, I went to my grandparents' house and Courtney kept making jokes because she was like, why are you in the laundry room? I was doing my grandparents' laundry. I was like, I don't know what to say or do for any of the people here. I don't even know if I completely understand what happened myself. Right. So I'm just going to do the wash and I'm going to run the errands. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll grab whatever we need. Like that is where I'm at and how I can help. So that's what I'm going to do. And my therapist was like, do you think that was like maybe avoidance? And I was like, definitely 100%. Okay. (laughs) Chill. No need to call me out so hard. But – it's just you have to do what you can do right? yeah. and be who you can be at that time, especially in situations with family where it's hard and it's permanent because I feel like with friends and stuff like that, sometimes things fluctuate and people change and yeah. they're in and out of your life. But like family really is kind of like you, you you can choose to respect your own boundaries and but like they're always just kind of like a part of you because like physically they're a part of you. And so I've always had a hard time being like, This person is a part of like my my cousin bobby put it as our pack Mm -hmm. like our our wolf pack Mm -hmm. and i was having a hard time framing what meant what it meant to lose a member of that pack yeah Yeah. especially when like if you're if that person like the pack member we lost meant more to my cousins leah and tommy than he did to me because he was their father and i was having such a hard time grasping that concept And he was like, but like regardless of what it meant to you personally, to the pack, mm-hmm. it means something Right. because now we're a different pack. Right. We yeah. have to function differently Right. because this unit is now fundamentally changed. Right. And our unit is tight. Toy- like we are a close knit pack. So I was like, okay, that helped me. And I think talking with my cousins and sharing experience helped me cope. Mm-hmm. And then also like sometimes to get through the hard times, you have to employ your unhealthy coping mechanisms, and yeah. you need to avoid it until you're ready to process it or you need to kind of tuck it away into like a side box and you need to get through all the bullshit and then you take the side box out later and you're like i'm ready now Mm -hmm. what
0: do you what do you you got for me in here right yeah yeah i mean listen family matters is really really difficult to talk about and every (laughs) listen everybody has them and in if anything, like hearing us talk about the very three different perspectives that we have, we know there's like a million other perspectives. Literally, every out, single
1: human being that you meet, even even my sisters who are identical twins, probably have different perspectives right. on right. family matters. Right. Every right.
0: single experience is different. Right. Everyone is valid. Right. And it absolutely, just, absolutely, and, and if there's anything that you know you guys can take from this when listening to this is like, it's not, it's not also, it's not supposed to be just one, one type of lifestyle, right? Like people are raised differently people have different people in their lives people are exposed to different things and and family is there whether you want it or not Mm -hmm. and you can't you can't really say no to it because they're like you said carly like they're there yeah they're still there whether you you want to distance yourself from them or not
1: they're there and if you do say which i think you do a good job of it you have to be okay with that, too. Yeah,
2: totally. It has to be, yeah. You have it to has to be, it. you can't be like, I'm cutting them and off because I can't,
1: in. yes. Right. You have to make the right decision for you, for your situation. And if if it's a, a matter of a toxic person, like, we don't want any toxicity in our life. Right. Fuck that. Totally. And you don't have to put up with it just because someone, like, shares your DNA.
2: So, and this goes into what we are, what we'll bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, so... Because I'm so big on self-help and everything that goes into it and, like, becoming a better person, there's a certain book that I started reading that's, like, amazing because everybody has family issues. Everybody has abandonment and trust and daddy issues for whatever. Mommy, if you're asking. And us. mommy, right? <laughs> uh, so there's basically subconsciously on a certain level, the partners you choose in your life are people that... Are like your parents and they they have the most they have the negative qualities of your parents without you even fucking realizing it And there's so much that you grew up with that like your brain picked up on that like trickles in that has like a ripple effect into your all of your relationships so the more you're aware of it the more you can learn like you can learn to pick better suitors that are like that you aren't trying to fix your childhood trauma through by being with that you pick people that are actually genuinely good for you so this book goes dives into it and like they're like they're they've been doing this for like 35 plus years there's so much research behind it it's very informative it's called um getting the You one love oprah, it o- oprah also recommends it as well
1: oh if oprah <laughs> recommends it <laughs> so everybody read that book if it helps you want. You. I'm going to have to read that book yeah. it
2: is, it, Dude it, you'll never feel more attacked In your entire life <laughs> <laughs> And we
1: love feeling attacked That's Every time I meet with I'm a like, therapist I'm like you says- didn't need to go so hard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh, But yeah That wraps up the episode 18 talking about family We hope you guys enjoyed and we know that everybody else Has their own family matters um, So if you want share with us And we will see you next Monday See you next Monday Bye Bye